It's your hometown morning show with Dave and Doreen on 96.5 WKLH. Good morning. Thank you so much for listening. Dave and Doreen along with Marcus, the morning KLH. And if you're a regular listener, you know all of Doreen's adventures over the past year plus and everything she's been doing. And one of the things you did just recently mm-hmm. was go to the best place. Yeah, so I I think that this year, because uh, I'm not going to do 360 new things necessarily this year, but I'm going to keep going with things that I didn't get to. And a lot of them seem to be like being a tourist in my own town, like born and raised in the city of Milwaukee, never lived anywhere else. And there's so many places I've never been to. And one of them, yeah, was the best place. So Tracy, our sales manager, was going with a group of her friends and asked me if I wanted to come along. And I did. And Jim Hurdle who is the owner, doesn't do the tours so much anymore, but he did the tour for us. And the story was so interesting that I thought I'm not going to be able to tell the story and do it justice. So I invited Jim to come in and uh, tell us a little bit about it. And I think everybody who lives in this town, in the surrounding areas, if you can hear my voice, needs to go check these places out. And, uh, And this is one of them. So it wasn't just a brewery tour. It's a history tour. Jim, good morning, and thank you for coming in. Really appreciate it. Thank Thanks you so for much. Having me. All right, so tell us about your involvement. You're Milwaukee born and raised as well. Yes. Okay. St. Mary's Hospital, right down on the lake. How did you end up? I mean, you ended up buying a couple of buildings over there at the historic Paps Brewery. And this is back when? Well, the brewery shut down December of 96, and I graduated from a Marquette program that encouraged me to follow my dreams, pursue a passion, make a difference. Okay, so you go and you pursue, so everybody loves beer though, Jim. Who pursues it as a, yeah, right. you know what I mean? Like that's your passion, my passion too, but you, you had the cojones to actually put some money together and buy buildings. Well, my passion was historic real estate and good old PBR beer. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. So uh, at the time, there was talk of tearing down the entire complex, 28 buildings. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. How many so, blocks? Seven city blocks, yeah. about 23 acres. I mean, it was just a huge, it was, we called it a city within the city. It had its own fire department, its own security and police. And it was uh, 5,000 people working there back in the wow. day. By wow. December of 96, it was the last 250. They shut it down. And when I showed up in 99, it was like they had locked up the day before. Really? There was a fence around the place with a guard walking once an hour, and no one was in there. So when we got in there, it was like they had just left the day before. Hmm. A lot of the same furniture, we still use it. Really? Wonderful old wooden tables and chairs, boardroom tables and chairs. And when we take people around on our beer history tour, we... Show them these old offices, show them the old boardroom tables and chairs, and they're just amazed at the beautiful woodwork and architecture. Mm-hmm. It's so ornate and beautiful. We're doing weddings almost every weekend. I can imagine. Place. Yeah. I imagine it's a tremendous wedding venue. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the best place. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. But so tell us exactly how it happened then. You know, you go in and you buy these buildings, and then you, you need to raise some money, and unfortunately, timing played a part in it. I wanted just two of the buildings, but they said you got to buy all 28. I offered them half a million for the two buildings, 50 grand down. And they said 11 million for the whole place, half a million down. Wow. So after two years back and forth and not, not doing anything, finally, 
I talked him into 50 grand down, give me six months to raise your half a million. If I don't, you keep the 50,000. And if we put the 550 down, we get another six months to raise the rest of the 11 million. If we don't, you keep the 550. It's going to be somebody else's half a million. My wife is like, where are you going to get 11 million? I'm like, honey, I'm working on the 50,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one thing at a time. So uh, if you need uh, 11 million, you ask a $5 billion utility, uh, We Energies, and their real estate subsidiary, Wispark. And Buck's coach, George Carl, hooked us up with a guy, John Furchell, okay. out of Cleveland. And the two of them teamed together. And put down the half a million, they put down the 11 million with the understanding, I get those two buildings, mm-hmm. you get the other 26. And the day I had to decide this, I had worked on it for two and a half years, Paps finally agreed, sent me the agreement, I go the next day with my 50 grand cashier's check, it's September 11th, 2001. Are you serious? Mm. And I'm sitting there holding the check going, I didn't, I didn't fax back the agreement. I didn't give him the check yet. And everybody I called for advice said, back out. Well, yeah, at that time, on that no, day. That day yeah. On that day, absolutely. Jim, you'd be crazy. Right. Well, I'm crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you are. I'm a, just a, a little bit of a financial guy that I said, you know what? I, this is a risk I want to take. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give up a chance at free beer for the rest of my life. <laughs> Right, there you That's go. That's really it. That's mm-hmm. the motivation yeah. behind the whole thing. I mean, I'm a Milwaukee born and raised guy. So 2001 is when you decide to go all in on the deal. And how long have you had it open for tours and as a wedding venue and w- the, the current configuration? Well, we've, we finally closed in 2002. And then it took four years in a case that went to the Wisconsin Supreme Court to get our title from our nice partners. Okay. And then it took another three years, and we opened a little gift shop where the old Paps gift shop used to be. And it was just me from 10 to 4 with four or five customers a day. Mm -hmm. But then they'd see the hall adjoining, Blue Ribbon Hall, and go, oh, my goodness. Finally, a woman said, I want to get married here, Hildegard. And she couldn't wait because she had leukemia and was only given six to nine months to live. Oh, my goodness. She's still alive today. God bless her. She had a a wedding before we had heat or bathrooms or a liquor license. Wow. We hooked up a furnace with propane, heated up the room. We got caterers for food and liquor. They brought in coach buses for bathrooms. And we had our first wedding. And she says she was cured because she had her wedding at the past. I'm not so sure. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the case, but But the fact is. There's just so much history. Like going on this history tour, I think, is a must. It's it's really great. The buildings, everything that you said, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to go. Well, we say it's all about Captain Pabst and the Pabst family, but we even go back to Jacob Best when it was the Best Brewery. And we share things that people can't believe. Like, do you know Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer never won a blue ribbon? No. They won a gold medal. You win gold, silver, and bronze still today. But they started to tie silk blue ribbons around the bottles of select beer, as it was called. And everybody would say, hey, another round of those blue ribbon beers. And they kept calling it the blue ribbon beer. Pabst finally changed the name. I had no idea. Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer has never won a blue ribbon. 
So it should be Pabst Gold Medal beer. It should be. That should have been yeah. what it was. It was too expensive to put gold medals on every yeah. bottle, <laughs> so they put silk blue ribbons. There you go. And then, then when you go, when you start on this tour, they show you all these old commercials, and you forget how many celebrities, like well, the Will Ferrell ones are great, uh, those are more current, but some of these old school ones, they're hysterical. Yeah, we have like Groucho Marx and Danny Kay and... Commercials from the late 50s, early 60s, you know, it's like. All filmed right, you know, in this area. So if people are interested in this, tell them what to do and where to go. I would start at our website, bestplacemilwaukee.com. We tell people just come in the gift shop. We have never turned anyone away. We sometimes have two or three people on the tour, but it's more like 20 or 30. When Doreen was there, I think we had close to 50 yeah, or 60 people. Yeah, it was people. a huge tour. It mm-hmm. was during National Marquette Day, so there were a lot yes. of people in town looking for something to do, and oh, that's yeah. where they ended up, yeah. Right. And the best compliment people can give us is that we made them forget about what's going on in the rest of the world for about an hour and 15 minutes. They're just taken back to a simpler time. Right. When it was just about beer and gemüchlichkeit. That's a German word that we just say is not a warm coziness. It's fun with beer. Yeah. I don't know how to spell it, but I gemüchlichkeit. Gross. 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 You can say it. Cheers. Jim, thank you so much. And uh, very excited to go on this tour. After Doreen got back, she was really jazzed about it. It's one of those, um, you call it a hidden treasure maybe. I mean, people know about it, but have forgotten about it, haven't visited in a long time, don't think about going there. You really should. Mm-hmm. You know, we get tourists that come from all over the country. They come to Milwaukee, and then they find us. But the locals. Yeah. Right. We'll have a wedding where we'll say, how many have been here before? And maybe 5%, 10%. So please, come on down. We are open to the public. We're not just a wedding venue. Right. Yep. Jim Hurdle, thank you so much. And speaking of uh, those retro commercials. Thank you. Check this out. Yeah. 